0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time.
2: Well, welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, alongside the head pastor at Brookside Baptist Church, as always causing trouble here, he is uh, (laughs) Pastor Ken Keltner. (laughs) All of a sudden, pastor's got us doing remotes and we're out and we're out. I doing, can't do it. Oh, my goodness. All of a sudden he goes, hey, we should, we're should. we going to take this on the road. I said, really? All right, man, you're going to have a great time all by yourself. I'll tell you that.
0: Hey, you're always having to carry us. So uh, I thought well, I'd try to jump in and help out every now and then.
2: You understand what goes into doing one of those. You know, we need people here. We need, you know, like. You know, a board and all that stuff. No, hey, right. When
0: I when I come in, hug everybody, <laughs> you think we're gonna kiss, yell
2: loud uh, uh, and that's the hey, remote. Or? Hey,
0: when I come in, hug everybody, kiss all the
2: babies. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking.
0: I'm talking to the higher ups. I have never
2: <laughs> seen anything like it, Matt. I'm telling you, and I keep threatening to do this and one day. I'm gonna walk into Brookside. And I'm just going to start shaking hands, kissing babies when you're in the middle of work. And and, uh, everybody's going to think, I'm the good guy.
0: You are the good guy, Mike McGill. You
2: are the good guy. Yeah. Well, why doesn't anybody let me park their car then? (laughs) Valet driver at Brookside. I sit out there. Well,
0: well, that's probably because you tell them, I haven't stolen anything in the last six months. (laughs) It's been seven
2: months now. I haven't gotten caught. How's that? I haven't gotten caught. Hey, our uh, special in-studio guest today. So let me tell you a little bit about Daryl Sy. He uh, he's a basketball guy, and uh, I was a big fan of his son Miles. The way he played over at Whitefish Bay, Daryl and a bunch of his guys won the uh, state senior Olympics three on three tournament for fifty five to fifty nine year olds, and they're heading to Albuquerque, New Mexico, June fourteenth through the twenty first. Coming up quick, and uh, Daryl's in studio with us right now. Daryl, how you been?
3: All right, fine, Mike. Man, it's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you too. Good to be seen. How's Miles doing? He's doing well. He's doing well. Where's he at? He's at Marquette now, uh finishing up. Uh he's got one more year uh left because of uh him transferring. You know, he was at Michigan Tech there for two years. Yep. But uh Yep he's back there enjoying it now. You miss watching him play? Oh, without a doubt. I think that uh I was more hurt when he stopped uh, than he was, you know, so.
2: (laughs) You know what, we've all, look, all of us in this room, Pastor Ken and myself and and you, we really enjoyed, and we've had these conversations, we really, really enjoyed watching our sons play basketball. No doubt. And, um, you know what, Pastor Ken, all all of our boys were awfully good basketball players, and they came from guys that really loved the game and and have all coached in the game. And and, uh, the moment it stopped, when Matthew was at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, and I know exactly exactly where I was, when the ball rimmed out, and if it went in, they were going to nationals, and it ended, and it was painful. It was painful, yeah, like, absolutely. It was painful. <laughs> and it, it was like missing, you know, missing a loved one or something, and my wife and I were driving home, and we were in Michigan, and. And it was like, man, what do you want to do now? I don't know. What do you want to do now? Because <laughs> this is what we did in the winter times. And, uh, boy, I, I, I miss it. I miss it. Great news, though, um, this week. In fact, uh, actually, it would have been last Thursday him and his wife had their first child. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, another grandson in the McGivern clan. Oh. A- and <laughs> the name Liam uh, Michael McGivern. I Michael McGivern. <laughs> there you go. I, I can Kid, hear right now. I can hey, hear
0: Grandma right now. The You're kids going with it, Michael and and, yeah. and you jumping. You know, you jump into attention, but she won't be talking to you. She'll be talking to her grandson. That's
2: perfect. With a name like that, he's either going to be like just a really, you know, big-time <laughs> athlete or a jail by the time he's 10. And Liam Michael McGivern. That sounds like a boxer or something, yeah, doesn't like it? That. Yeah, who knows. So it's been great. Hey, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with you. And, and one of the things that we're going to do throughout the show is talk a little bit about, uh, Daryl about this uh, Senior Olympic thing that you guys are going on. And uh, I know that that there's a big time cost to get this team uh, to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and and uh, throughout the show, if if you're feeling led to help these guys uh, get to get this team from this area to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, they're gonna go. But there are some costs in it, and it's kind of a hardship at this point. And we're going to tell you later in the show how you can help these guys. But let's talk about uh, about winning this thing. Did uh, did you knock some shots down
3: or what? Uh, Yeah, a few, a few. uh, Came about it by uh, I uh, normally go and work out uh, at the at the Y there on uh, North Avenue off of Titonia, and been going there for years uh, on end, and uh, just. Couple of guys who know of me and know know me, but uh, you know, praise God, they didn't they didn't know it that I was fifty. <laughs> so There you uh, go. So they, uh, which was kind of cool, uh, actually. So uh, they asked me last year around June of 2018, uh, would I mind participating with them in this um, Senior Olympics uh, deal here? So, uh, and the whole time I thought it was five on five. So I was like, well, I don't want to be in the way, you know, I don't want, you know, I, I don't want to be out there, you know, kind of stinking everything up for everybody, so to speak. And uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, it was three on three. Half so, court? Yes, okay. half court. So when I found that out, you know, I was like, I might be able to do this, you know, and um uh, Came about last year, didn't know that either. They kind of snuck that on me. It was a qualifying year for the actual Olympics this year that's held in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we took our division, uh, that age group, 55 to 59, but uh, they also had um, a three-point shoot uh, contest. Uh, so we took the gold for our team. Uh, they gave our medal. So we took the gold medal for the 55 to 58 men's group, and then they had a three-point shoot contest and a free throw shooting contest. And I was uh, fortunate enough to win that, too, as well, gold medal for the three-point and uh, for the free throw. Well, you
2: should be lucky that Pastor Ken and I didn't know about that. (laughs) Well, you know, the whole time I'm sitting here, Mike, I'm thinking— Daryl,
0: how come you didn't call Mike and I, man? We're always begging people on three on three, on three, to, 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 to just find me in the corner, but and we're gonna be okay.
2: Here's the reason he didn't call us, because he's listening to the show. We know. We ask these guys if you can rebound, play defense on three guys, and pass the ball. We're your team, and and, and what I would tell him, Daryl, is you look off, Pastor Ken. He keeps telling you he's right. open. Yeah. It, yeah. it takes him three minutes to get that shot up. Emotion he's not that always open. Think they
0: yeah. And you just shoot to get hot, shoot to stay
2: hot. You that look my... him off, come my shot. And every once in a while, come set me a pick, because I can't get my own shot much anymore, Daryl. <laughs> hey, so that had to be pretty uh that had to be pretty
3: cool. So are you representing then the state of Wisconsin? That is correct. We are representing the state of Wisconsin. Uh, we had actually two teams in it, uh 50 to 54. Then we went to uh then we had another team, fifty-five to fifty-nine. Uh both teams won to go. But the team that was fifty to fifty-four, they just had already decided that they weren't going to even try to make the trip just for other, you know, uh, obligations they have throughout the year. So, because you know, you can have up to six people on your team, so uh, which again, that's an expense as well. So they had already bowed out very early in the game. But the group of guys I'm with. You guys got hotels and you guys are all set, right? Uh pretty much, yeah. Uh one of our uh one of our, our main uh was would have been a donor for us, kinda bagged out here at the end here. So we're just kinda like you mentioned earlier in the show, you're trying to offset that. Uh but uh but nevertheless we're still gonna go. But uh You
2: ever been to Albuquerque, New Mexico? Never have.
3: Yeah. I've been to a lot of places, a lot of states and it's probably one of the Maybe six that I haven't been to.
2: That's awesome. Good for you. Well, you guys uh, represent the state of Wisconsin well when you're there. You know, obviously there's three things you're going to be involved in. So with with the three-point shooting contest, the free-throw shooting contest, and the three-on-three tournament. But represent the state well, man. that, That would be good to... To see if you guys, how you compete against some of these other guys throughout the country.
3: Yeah, it should be fun. Can we get your background? Where did you grow up? Where you went to school? Stuff like that? Sure, sure, sure. I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. Um, Went to high school at Dunbar High School. I was all state there many, many moons ago. Many in basketball. Uh, Then I uh, actually played at Southeastern Community College in Burlington, Iowa uh, for a Hall of Fame coach named Charlie Spoonhour. Oh, you oh sure, uh, yeah, yeah Absolutely. And then um, I was fortunate enough. I played at uh, Cameron University in Lawton, Oklahoma, for a year, and we took hold, the. Hold it. It. Where's Cameron? It's in Lawton, Oklahoma. Oh, oh boy, yeah, Oklahoma. Like uh, Oh boy, here we go with the, the whole uh, Oklahoma thing. <laughs> Take the NAI National <laughs> Tournament. That was my junior year, and then uh, I wound up leaving there because of my college coach got another job and. The other coach, uh, you know, the assistant coach, uh, me and him didn't see eye to eye too well there. So uh, I wound up transferring to a, a small school in, in, in Iowa, back in Iowa, uh, Marycrest College, and that's where I finished at. Um, got an invite. Uh, uh, that's when they had many, many rounds uh, in the NBA draft, but I got an invite at least to uh, uh, to the Hawks. In eighty two, one of the last guys got cut. I was on that Spud Webb Spud Webb train there. And uh after that I was able to uh, uh, be able to play some continue my basketball overseas in Sydney, Australia and Amsterdam for a few years, then played, came back, played a little all army basketball, so did a little bit more traveling. That was my military service, you could say, uh, but uh that was enjoyable and fun as well. So yeah. you've been playing ball a long time. Been playing ball a long time, a long time. Uh, playing and then now coaching and training uh, now. Where where are you coaching now? Uh, actually, you know what? I just recently resigned from Whitefish Bay and the AAU program. So now I'm just doing just individual training, group training of uh, some high school and college kids right now. Yes, sir. So you stepped uh, stepped down from coaching at Whitefish Bay? Yes, I did. Yeah, hard thing for you to do? Uh, Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, You know, actually, the year that Miles um, uh, graduated, uh, the same year Kevin Lazovic was the head coach at that time. Great coach. Love him. Uh, But he resigned. And at that time, that job was offered to me. Uh, But, of course, I wanted to go see my son play in college. And with a program like that, you know, you can't do that part-time. So I wanted to make sure that I was all in. so they still... Uh, fortunately ha- uh kept me on as an assistant and uh so and I was still in assistant for five years after and yeah just recently resigned, the beginning of last year's season. Uh but uh still um we're, still very much involved. And we're in A what what AAU program were you with? I was or have been with the um playground, uh but the longest tenure was was, was with the uh, Wisconsin shooters. Okay. Uh and then just had recently I just had joined the J H one Adidas Gauntlet with uh with Jeremy McLaughlin and uh from uh Catholic Memorial. Sure. But uh I, you know, just time consuming with my job and everything, I was I, fortunately I had to back down at the beginning of this year. I didn't I didn't wanna start something, was unable to finish.
2: Yeah, he uh Jeremy i I I know him and uh he's gonna turn that program around. Yes. He, he definitely will. He's a guy that is a, a pure gym rat.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, he's, sir. And that's how, in, why we kind of like hit it off. Yeah. That was our first initial. Can he still shoot it a little bit? Uh, yes, yes. Yes, he yes, can. Yes. I bet he can. Yes.
2: I bet he can. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, we're going to talk to Daryl about his testimony, talk a little bit more about the Senior Olympic program that he's going to be going on. Uh, and, and it's coming up quick, June 14th. Um, is when they're heading to uh, to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And, and again, if you're feeling led to maybe help these guys out a little bit, they could use it. June 14th—that's a long time. 14th through the 24th.
3: Yeah, and you know they—that's how they stretch you out. You know, <laughs> I know
2: AAU. That's what yes, they do too. Yes, Make sure that yes. you stay in the market for a number of days. Yeah, we is have
3: it? to be there two days before we even play. So.
2: Man. We'll get to a break. What we won't talk about on the other side of the break is you're, you're, you're in Oklahoma. Okay. I, I, okay. We, okay. You know,
3: I'm kind
0: of, you know, the Oklahoma women got beaten softball last night. They lost I saw their, that. that. That was a good game. It a they really good game.
2: Yeah, they got beat, but... They did. I felt bad for you. <laughs> I felt bad for you. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan.
1: More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. all this time, all this time you covered me.
2: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special in-studio guest He's a Chicago guy. Don't uh, keep that uh, against him. Don't hold that against him. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> Daryl Psy, he is, uh, more. he's more Wisconsin. Man, you're more cheesehead now, right? Uh, I would say so when it comes to basketball. All right. We'll keep it at basketball then because <laughs> I'm not talking bear football with you. <laughs> At all. <laughs> unless, unless
0: you talk about that missed
2: field goal. Or if you, um, hey, no, hold on, we could talk no. about Jay Cutler. You want to talk no, about Jay no, Cutler, no. Like for a I while? said, that, we talk
3: about basketball. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> Daryl is in a group of guys. Uh, they won the state senior Olympics three on three for 55 to 59 year olds. And they're heading to Albuquerque, New Mexico on June 14th. They could use a little bit of help. Feeling led to maybe help these guys out. Anybody, anything will help cash wise. They had a big donor that, uh, That didn't step back, but step back a little bit. And so we could help these guys. If you want to send a check to Brookside, you would send it to Brookside Baptist. Uh, It is 4470.
0: 4470
2: Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005, and put in care of Wisconsin Senior Bucks. Let me do that again. 4470 Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005, Wisconsin Senior Bucks in care of. And, or better yet, here's the deal. Stop up on a Sunday here, quickly, and uh, sit with me. And once you hear Pastor Ken, <laughs> no, give the check beforehand <laughs> because you might. I'm only kidding, Pastor. Oh, I'm just you're too funny. I'm just Michael. kidding. 4470 Pilgrim Road. Well, Mike, uh, I appreciate
0: you having Daryl on, and Daryl, uh, good to hear about your background there growing up in Chicago, and and uh, yet, like with every guest, what we love to hear is um, in Faith in the Zone, how you came to know the Lord as your personal Savior. So, uh, you know, take us take us through how that journey how that journey took place and how you came to know Christ.
3: Well, um, it happened um, I w- May 12th. Of 1995 is my uh, spiritual birthday. That's your spiritual birthday. Yes, it is. Yeah, we just passed it. Yes, you you did. And um, that day holds dear to my heart because that's the day that my mother died. And uh, coincidentally, that was not planned. That had to be God's plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I received Christ May 12th of 1995 uh, at Falls Baptist Church. Uh, I still remember a young man named Ben led me to Christ. I don't know his last name, uh, but um, I knew that I was a sinner and I knew that I needed uh, God in my life and I um, accepted him at that point in time. But uh, being uh, uh, young in Christ um, and not growing up in a Christian home at all uh, in my upbringing, um I backslid and um came to rededicate my life to Christ again uh shortly thereafter and um from that point on uh just been growing uh all praise to God for where I am today. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that uh now that He has uh a plan for my life and uh and actually uh, just being part of this Wisconsin Senior Olympics and being a part of this group of young girl and young men, but men that I'm dealing with on this team is is actually uh, somewhat have, has opened an opportunity for me to actually uh, just them seeing my testimony through how I live and how I carry myself and and hopefully that uh, being able to plant uh, some seeds with these men that I'm, I'm I'm taking this journey with and and hopefully that uh, with uh, with much prayer and, and and much patience on uh on, on my part, that uh, I will be able to utilize this platform to, to maybe be able to bring these other five gentlemen that's going to Albuquerque with me. Yeah, Amen, um, Amen.
0: What, yeah, what? Um, tell me a little bit. Okay, so you didn't grow up in a Christian home, uh, in Chicago. So you did? Did you go to church at all in Chicago?
3: Uh, absolutely not. Um, uh, you know, I, I, my mom, uh. You know, uh, did the best that she could. I come from a, um, a single family home initially. Um, I'm, I'm not, my mom and dad were married, then divorced when I was in third grade, and my stepdad came along. But he was a provider. He was not a a father, so to speak. And mm-hmm. uh, and also too, no, no, no church upbringing whatsoever. Uh, so the my first initiation really to church was really when I met my wife. My now wife who uh <laughs> I remember us going to meet her grandparents for the first time and she said that Well, my grandfather, and my grandmother gonna ask you, you know, where you attended church or where do you <laughs> attend church? Yeah. So uh I um I wanted to um obviously went over this level of my life, but also too uh, that being the case, uh we she introduced me to church and then from that point on um, you know, got got uh got saved at Falls with so that's where we were attending initially. And um
0: what was that was that where she was attending before she met you? No, we actually <laughs> yeah. no, we where did you, you
3: guys was, meet? We actually met at uh at my job and at her job at the same time we were in a, a place of business uh and um met her there and then shortly thereafter, uh, you know, um Started dating her and then once that took place and I knew that, you know, she was a uh, uh had came to know Christ at a young age, at age nine. So uh she was pretty grounded. Mm-hmm. And uh her family is comes from Lighthouse uh Baptist Church right there, on, I think it's thirty fifth and north. Mm-hmm. Uh so they're very, you know, grounded and have foundation in that church. So but that's not what we initially attended. Uh just doing the um doing doing the canvassing from falls coming out. we lived in the falls area somewhat at the time, and so we had uh someone out just giving our tracks and stuff it came to our door wow, and then we wind up attending falls wow. and and that's how it led to that a mm. hey, pastor
2: he would join our club right. He would join the, I'll kick this covers club. Oh, I, was ready, I was about ready to tell you that. He joined, hey, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, trust yeah.
0: me. Yeah, Kelly, in other words, what he's saying is. Daryl. You 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 married up. You outkicked
3: your coverage. Oh, well, no doubt, no you doubt. Know. I mean, Kelly, oh, I, oh, I married oh, up without a doubt. It's good that you see that because oh, you no, know, just Because Kelly's listening you know, yeah. right now. So. Well, she without she knows too. So yeah, we're, not knows too. we're not telling
2: we're not telling her anything she yeah, doesn't yeah, already yeah. know. But you can join our club yeah, oh, because a doubt. we. Uh, Are you the president
0: though? <laughs> no, I'm a member.
2: You're like the president. You are. Trust me. Anybody
3: married? You no, know I'm only kidding. I, I said my son is man. I, I married. Uh, I married a woman out of this world, and she gave me kids. You know, this 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 this, this is just a gift from God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah amen to that. I lo- I always like a story where where a, you know a girlfriend or a wife brings you know the, brings the husband or boyfriend to to the Lord, and and that's my story as well. Daryl, you know my wife's been praying for me for a long time. Yes. And uh, when I went to see Pastor Darrell at Eastside Baptist, and said, "Look, I need help," first thing he said was, "I knew you'd come." I said, "How'd you know that?" He said, "Your wife has been praying for you for years. I didn't know when, but I knew you'd you'd be here." And sure enough, you know that was uh, so. kind of similar to it w- with you that, you know, it's it's uh, it's always kind of pretty cool to me when I hear stories about girlfriends or wives that say, "Hey, look." You need to get straight with this. You need to get right with this. And and like you talk about being grounded, you know, the Lord put her in your life. There's no doubt. Absolutely.
3: absolutely. You know, it sounded
0: uh, as he was talking, Mike, it sounded a lot like Mark Jackson's testimony um, where he, you know, wanted to date this young lady. And eventually uh, they are married today, but she uh, she told him she wasn't going to go out with him anymore because he wasn't a Christian. And he said, man, I'm Catholic. What are you talking about? And she went through and shared the gospel, and he came to Christ. I don't know how uh, many—it'd be interesting to go back over the last five to six years to find out how many guys we've talked to who their wives or their girlfriends actually led them to Jesus Christ. It's a pretty strong
2: percentage, I think, Mike. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and, you know, we've had a number of them where it's— You know, a a professional athlete saying, look, I I was coming off a road trip thinking my marriage was over. It was over. I was going home to pack my stuff up. And my wife said, you know what? Hold on. We're going to go to a Bible study together. And the rest is history. Or, you know, my favorite, Mike Davis, who played for the Oakland A's. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) He, oh. <laughs> he His grandmother, he went to his grandmother's house to have a Bible study, and she's like, sit down. And, and he, he said, was with the A's at this he time. He was with the A's at this time, and she said, no, you're not using my... Car. Sit down. And he <laughs> sat there, and he rolled his eyes, and all of a sudden, this the woman who was running Bible study was like, all right, let's talk to you now, young man. Where are you at with this? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like three hours later... <laughs> You know he's on his knees saying, "Lord, I, I'm a sinner. I need help." And it was his grandmother that yes. had brought him. we were talking to Daryl Sai. He is a, uh, he is. A, if you're in basketball in this area, high school, you know him. You certainly watched his son play. He's an awfully good basketball player, Miles Sai, over at Whitefish Bay. And uh, Daryl's a group of guys. They won the C- the state senior Olympics, three on three for fifty five to fifty nine year olds, and they're heading to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. On June fourteenth, and what we're doing today is talking to him about his faith, and and certainly celebrating with him that uh, he's going to be heading out to uh, represent the state of Wisconsin, and he's going to be in three different uh, categories: the three-on-three tournament, the three-point shooting contest, and free throws. And he won the gold medal in all three here in the state, and uh, we're we're really proud of him. If you're feeling led to help these guys get get this trip in, again, they're going. And they had a big donor that that wasn't able to come up with as much um, seed money and help that uh, that they needed. You can send a check over to Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, and put uh, in care of Wisconsin Senior Bucks. I know a lot of Brookside people listen to this show, and if you're feeling led to help Daryl out, you know just go to the office with a check or, or cash and and let them know that this is for the Wisconsin senior Bucks Guys, we'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone. An inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
2: All this time. Me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 1057 FM the Fan. It's Mike McGiver alongside Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church, in studio with us. He is Daryl Sy, and he's a basketball guy through and through. Played uh, Dunbar down in Chicago. Played a couple of college uh, teams. He had a try with the Atlanta Hawks, and uh, played overseas. His uh, his guys, man, three on three, senior Olympic state champions, the gold medal winners, fifty five to fifty nine year old, and they're heading to Albuquerque, New Mexico, June fourteenth to represent the state of Wisconsin. Your Chicago boys aren't going to be happy with that. You know that, right?
3: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, been trying to get me to come down every year. That I've almost been here. Uh, they have a big Fifty and over tournament there. Uh, this held actually at the lab uh, where Obama used to actually play when he was uh, just a. Uh uh, a, a normal person, so, and, so <laughs> to speak, because Michelle Obama actually works at the University of Chicago. That's what she worked at before. So, but they have a, a big tournament there every year. It's 50 and over, and all the old guys. It, but this is much more. Com- it's a li- lot. It's li- much competitive.
2: Hey, what was uh, what was it like playing? Did you play on the playgrounds down in Chicago growing up? Yeah, some pretty good basketball on pretty the playgrounds good. down in Chicago.
3: Good. Yeah, pretty good. Like Isaiah Thomas and Mark Aguirre and Tim Hardaway and. Some you might have heard those names before. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard about them. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah what? Talking. Isaiah? Oh, yeah. 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 Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Is there
0: is there a lot of trash talking?
3: Uh, yeah, you can run into some sh- trash talking in Chicago, on, definitely on the on the on the on the, the black top, i say now. But kids, you know, kids don't play outside no more no. like mm-hmm. they used to. So that's uh, I kind of think they got away from that now. Everything is a trainer or workout or. Oh,
2: and you've you've worked with young kids, you know, uh, through basketball for a long time on Faith in the Zone a while back, and I'm going to ask you your opinion on this. There was a NCAA football coach, um, and and I said to him, "Hey, kids have really changed over the years, don't you think?" And he said, "No, not at all." He said, "Mike, we've changed you and I." He said, "Look, I got a head job. I was 28 years old. I was single, and I was cool." And he said, now I'm 44, I'm married, I got three kids, all I want to do is get out of practice, go home and see my kids. He said, I don't think they've changed. He said, they still do the idiotic things I did when I was a freshman in college. The difference is they post it all over so everybody sees it, but they're still doing the same stuff you and I did. He said, so I think we've changed, and I'm wondering your opinion on that.
3: Well, I I just think uh, I agree, first of all, with him uh, because – uh, us as coaches, and I just think back on some of the coaches that I had through my, you know, high school, uh, of course, college, and pros, and and or before, is that they, you know, those coaches held you more accountable, you know, and now it's, it seems like there are a lot of the coaches that are uh, today. Some of them don't have the passion, you know, for the game that some of the Charlie Spoon hours and. Uh, you know, Raymond Price is my high school coach, and I would I would run to a brick wall for that man. Still know? to this day, to to this day, because he you know he 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 believed in me, and he made me think that I could do things that I never could do.
0: He was, so he was almost really like a father to you, wasn't he? Correct, because you you were lacking that, and he stepped in there. And you know what, Mike? How many coaches have filled that type of position with young men?
2: Well, I, a ton. A ton and, and I can tell you firsthand, it's it's difficult. It's it's difficult. It's really rewarding. It, and and you know this, both of you guys know this, but it it is difficult. Look, I coached at a grade school in the suburbs and at we had practice at seven o'clock, ten to seven, the minivans would pull up, the kids would get out in their ski jackets all nice and warm, get into practice at eight twenty five, all the minivans would line up, make sure the kid wasn't cold getting from the gym to the minivan. And then once Matthew was a little bit, you know, five, six years old, I turned, and I, this is after I left high school and went back to grade school, and I took a job in the city. And it was way harder. It was trying to get kids, pick up kids, find kids. And I'll tell you this, if I ever went back to coaching grade school, that's where I would go. Hmm. I, I, I was making a difference. I was making a difference, and it was so personal. The kids from the city, and I'm sure you'll agree with this uh, growing up in, in in Chicago, when they lost, when we lost a game for the guys, the kids I coached in the suburbs, they were like, boy, they're really good. I never want to see them again. The boys in the city said, you find them. We do not play them again. And I said, well, there's the, we have two games left. Then get them here. We'll practice against them. Whatever it takes, coach, you find that team. And it was so personal, and, and they took losing really harder than the kids from the suburbs
3: you're totally feeling agree. on that yes but, uh and I think um unfortunately a lot of the inner city kids um and they use sports and or entertainment for their way out uh versus you know education you know and the other more uh uh suitable ways to, to get themselves out of the situation but they they they're so starstruck Uh, By um, by the fact of the star athletes probably on TV or whatever, but I just I totally agree with you on that too as well because the 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 city kid seems to be uh, more hungrier uh, and. So therefore, and a little bit more on, rough on the exterior versus when you get the suburban kid that they, cause they they have all of their wants and most, of, I mean, all of their needs and most of their wants. Yeah. Versus that a city kid. Th- and that, does it's not a hundred percent
2: like that. No. But but boy, I'll tell you, it is. Um, all I know is from what I what I've been through and when when i went back and coached in the city i'll tell you the funniest story with this is we we are um we played in a tournament game in and, and, and this uh this particular grade school that i was coaching at we were pretty good we weren't bad and we played in a tournament against a team on a thursday that was in our league and we were tied for first place with them and they beat us by 8 in this tournament game and i'm talking to their coach before the game and he said look i I said, you got to feel pretty good. Two nights ago you beat us. He said, Well, I'm a little worried because we we actually beat you without our best player. And now my boys are thinking they can beat you by double figures. (laughs) So I had that conversation with our boys in the conference or in the in the locker room before the game. And this was seventh grade basketball, and we were up 61-26 at halftime. 61 points we scored at halftime. And their coach, as we're walking off, said, Don't put a buck up on me. And I did the whole, he put the rock in and he killed, slayed the giant the whole bit before the game. And we had a kid on our team, and I can't name him in case he's listening, single worst basketball player I've ever coached. And he was in near the two, you know, two minutes ago in the game, it's like 80 to 49, something like that. The game's over. They get a breakaway, and this kid tackles the kid. There's almost a brawl. He t- just tackles him. And the ref call, you know, pretty pre- technical, the whole bit. And I walk out, and his first name was Michael. I said, Michael, what are you thinking? He said, Coach, I just want to take down the Giant. I said, the Giant's, <laughs> been, giant's been dead since halftime. <laughs> Michael, you're going to get me killed here. <laughs> and it was, But you oh, know what? Fun. These kids, this was that tournament. Okay, we lost it, but this is for the conference championship. And boy oh boy, they come ready to play. Yeah. And it, it it was just really interesting to see that. Hey, when um when you guys go off to to Albuquerque, New Mexico, you had mentioned earlier in, in the second segment that this may the, the the doors may open, the platform the Lord's given you on this, you may be able to talk to the guys that you're playing with a little bit about their faith. Are you comfortable in that setting?
3: Uh I'm getting more comfortable in it uh uh set started that uh, evangelism class is offered at uh, Brookside and and when I've been out several times with Pastor Ken uh but I'm trying to d- totally be honest and transparent to just be more just transparent with my you know walk and my testimony and, and what the Lord has done for me and um be getting more confident and giving the gospel, but just trying to live it as well, you know? So, and
2: and I know Pastor Ken, uh, boy, he'll, he, he'll walk up to anybody, anywhere Absolutely. to have that conversation. I have so much respect for him yes. for that. It doesn't matter where he is or what he's doing. He will stop to walk over to somebody in a mall, in a grocery store, and, and to have that conversation with, uh,
3: you know, carry, carry your Bible. I was. T- I've taken the first step, which was is to, because as you speak of him, because every time I'm with him, and if we're leaving somewhere, he's given a track. You know, so I've had tracks for six months now, but I just started giving them out here lately. Okay, <laughs> you, you feel what so I'm you saying? Still, yeah, so I do. I, so I'm yes. kind of. I'm yep. working my way up. Just uh, to be honest, and uh, just gave one across the the alley from where I live to a new neighbor that just moved in this past Sunday. Actually, Kelly and I was leaving out to go to church and been seeing him and been having kind of little small talk with him. But And I was sitting there and I'm, I pulled the car out and I was waiting for Kelly to come out and I'm sitting there and I see him taking the garbage out and I'm looking at the track. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at the track. I'm looking at him. I'm like, give him that track, son. Give him that track. And then finally, I'm like, Hold on for a second, you know, and, I can't, and he's, uh, he's you know, uh, Hispanic, so speaks broken uh, broken English, but, you know, we have a dialogue, and uh, I uh, I said, you know, I gave him the, the track from the church and said, you know, we have an Hispanic ministry there that's pretty strong, and, you know, come check us out, and he took it from me, and he walked away, and as Kelly was coming out, she like, what, you give him a track? And I go, yeah, and he literally read that track, or he was faking reading or something, all the way from the garbage can back to his door. You know, I had made mention to Kelly about that. I was like, he's reading it at least. She's like, yeah.
0: That reminds me of, and I've told this story before, when when our third son, Keith, Mike, you got him tickets to go watch the Charlotte Bobcats play mm-hmm. the Milwaukee Brewers. And, the Bucks. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Baseball, basketball.
2: Yeah, the Bucks. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. This is a sports
0: station, so I do do a lot
2: sports. Sorry, (laughs) it's a sports station, so I had to stop you there for a second. But go ahead.
0: So anyway, at the Bucks and Bobcats game, he, uh, Michael Jordan, sitting right down the, down like five or six rows from, or five or six seats from him. So Keith went down. That's where you guys had played in that tournament, right? And uh, Whitney Young, his son, had played Whitney Young. I got talking about it, and so then Keith got back and thought, you know what? I didn't have a track on me to give Michael Jordan, so he wrote the gospel out on a napkin, took it down, gave it to Michael, and he said he watched he watched uh, Mr. Jordan, as he said, go into the, uh, you know, go, going into the tunnel to go into the locker rooms, and he said he stopped. He said, he, I saw him reading the whole thing, Dad. He might have tossed it in the trash after that, but he read but it. But he read
2: it. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. I'm sorry. We have to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation uh, with Daryl Sy. Again, if you're a, a, a high school AAU guy from around here, you know Daryl. He has been on this scene for a long time and doing some really good work. And his uh, his Special Special Olympics, there we go. Hey, Daryl, Special show. Olympics. Now I'm only kidding. Senior Olympics. Man, listen am listening to you We're too much, Pastor. They on are special. Me. Senior Olympic three-on-three team, 55- to 59-year-olds are uh, heading out. On uh, June 14th, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, if if uh, you know, Daryl, you want to help this team out a little bit, uh, drop a check in the mail or drop one off at Brookside Baptist Church. You know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, all of that is really going to help these guys. 4470 Pilgrim Road in Brookfield, in care of the Wisconsin Senior Bucks. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Hello Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me.
2: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGiver, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special in-studio guest, Daryl Side, Pastor? Hey, Daryl.
0: Um, you know, we're, we're excited for this opportunity for you guys. And you're, um, you are You have any idea how many teams are represented around, around the U.S. at this?
3: Uh, I think, and uh, they have two divisions, if I'm not mistaken, for each age mm-hmm. uh, and uh, age group, shall I say? And I think they have like an experience and a more or less experienced, shall I say, a group. So I think the the um, the pool or whatever that we're in is 16 teams. So these will be 16 teams all throughout the United States.
0: And you're probably on the more experienced side of it.
3: Uh, yes uh, so it's we, gonna
0: be it, it's gonna be some good ball
3: well we hope so Um uh, the competition uh that when we were here uh it wasn't very um uh, competitive but it was fun you know so and it was just a camaraderie at that time but i'm just kind of preparing these guys i'm thinking that if we're going to be running to other people that want a gold medal so they you know, we're not going to go down there just yeah, take a picnic. Fun's overrated. Right, you want to yeah, go win yeah, the thing, yeah, right? We want to win it. Yeah, we want to win yeah, it. Yeah.
0: So you do the you do the free throw contest. So wh- how how many sh- 20, 25 shots?
3: Right. Uh, how how many did you make? I made twenty three out of twenty five. Uh, yeah. Ooh, Mike, Mike. Hey, Mike. What What do you think? That's me (laughs)
2: left-handed.
0: No, I'm just
3: kidding.
2: You know, it's so easy to talk smack in here normally because people are on the phone, but you're right here. I'm only kidding. That's awfully good.
0: 23 out of 25. What did you do on the three-point shoot?
3: Uh, They had it pretty uh, different than what you probably see on TV. They only I don't know because we were seniors, but uh, we had only five shots from the corner, five shots from the top, and five shots from the other corner. So 15 shots. I I was fortunate enough to make 11 of them, 11 mm-hmm. for 15 yeah, from three. That's, that's good. So I don't know, can you either you or Mike mess with the 11, 11 for, out of 15? Yeah.
0: If you will give me the pass, and it's, and I don't have to go <laughs> down, down and I don't have to go down my ankles to get it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be right there with you, bro.
2: Hey. I've seen him shoot. <laughs> this is faith in the zone. So let's just be. Let's not be telling lies now. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I just might think I'm better than I am. I mean, I'm being truthful. But, hey, uh, one thing, uh, you know, your team, uh, we've kind of reached out to through you that uh, hopefully there'll be a Brookside on Sunday, and we want to... uh, you know, give a shout-out to them when they're there and provide some lunch or something with them. Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us the names of the guys? Uh, some of them have some college experience playing ball?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, well, we have uh, Walt Love. He actually is the one that kind of assembled the team and mm-hmm. kind of got us all together. Then we have uh, Rodney. Uh, his last name is Boraj. Um, and then we have Riley Dawson. Riley Dawson actually is a native Chicagoan. Uh, He played uh, Chicago uh, high school basketball, and actually he played at the University of Detroit. His college coach was uh, Dick Vitale. Oh, man. So he played uh, for one of the great ones. Then we have a a Roosevelt Pritchard. Roosevelt is another um, uh, guy on our team that has some college and some overseas experience. Uh, And then we have a guy named Sam Alexander uh, that would be probably our big guy in the middle. And then uh, myself, uh, and I'm not sure if this Terry Alexander, he was another member of our team, but I'm not sure if he's actually even able to go. But uh, that's uh, that that rounds up our group. How how tall are you, Daryl? 6'3". 6'3"? Yeah.
2: Okay. Hey, Daryl, at the end of the show, we normally will ask if uh, your favorite memory of of playing basketball, and uh, you've played a lot of basketball. Is there one from your high school or college mm-hmm. or pro days that stick out where you hit a you hit a game winner or your team won a tournament or what what you thinking? Um
3: Well while well, you while I've you, got you, I've you got, got so yeah. I've got a lot of honestly though, uh probably the guest best game I've ever played, it was in a loss. Uh it was in high school. Uh I scored forty two points and I had twenty one assists and we lost. what did you get beat by? We got big by point. <laughs> Well, maybe you should have forty two then. You sound like my mother. Yeah, that's who well, I was trying to sound like.
2: Right right there, man. And
0: you're struggling for a second. And I remember playing some pickup ball with you. I thought you were gonna say the time when when you penetrated and kicked out to me and
2: I hit the game winner. <laughs> i walked in the gym once and you dunked on pastor that's where i thought you were going now that was back before you got to the
3: 55 to 59 year old age
2: group and and i, I wish somebody took a picture because that poster would be on the wall right here if uh, if somebody had taken that picture boy this will be fun this is uh, you certainly safe travels to you and and to this team and and uh Man, the Wisconsin Senior Bucks, you know, represent the state well. You know, be good ambassadors for for the state. And any chance you get, talk to people about your faith. You got a strong testimony, Daryl, and and you'd be surprised how many people come start asking you questions. And uh, you certainly can uh, lead this team more ways than just on the floor,
3: right? Praise God. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.
2: Oh, you bet. And again, if you feeling led to to, uh, help this team out, the biggest donor they had, they didn't step away, but they cut it in about half. And they could use a little bit of help. And again, anything would help. Head out to Brookside Baptist Church or send a check, 4470 Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. In care of the Wisconsin Senior Bucks, or better yet, come sit up, sit next to me.
0: Yeah, hang out. Yeah, I know exactly. Or me. Yeah. Or yeah, you. Right, Daryl's right there too. So. And
2: look, and if you get there, I'll, I'll valet the car. <laughs> I'll valet the car. I'm just sitting there, just hanging out by myself most of the time. All
0: your girlfriends.
2: And all my girl, my girlfriend Daryl. It's unbelievable. 75 and older, man. I got more girlfriends <laughs> than that guy parked their car. You know what the ones the last week? I introduced her to my wife, Terry, and she looked at me and she yeah. said, you really somebody married you? And I said, Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the yeah, all-around yeah, good guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Daryl, good luck. It's really good to see you. Please say hi to Miles for me. I sure. You, you will, know man. what a fan I was. Yes, watching him yes, play. Sir. He was awfully good, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, you bet tell him I said hello. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 1057. FM, the fan
3: Was it really amazing grace? Now I know
1: for certain, Lord, it was
3: you that rescued me.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?